This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Well, you know, Alex Dill, there's been lots of stories about what it means to dress for work today. And I know you're back at the office, but you were home for a while. And I'm guessing that you maybe wore kind of a cute top and jeans and shorts at some point. Uh, what? what? <laughs> I would never. I saw pictures, I, 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 just, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> there may have been times where I had my feet in an ice bucket because it was so hot. Oh ripped God. jeans, shorts, and a shirt. So that may have been my life for a I while. I want proof. <laughs> uh, Twitter, Twitter world wants some proof of that. Um, and there's like people have talked about the Zoom shirt. Uh, I've had lots of yoga leggings and jeans. Hey, David on. Weston wore jeans today. Oh Let me God. tell you, he puts on a suit jacket to walk to the bathroom. All right, okay. I want a picture. I want a picture of that as well. <laughs> um, okay, so listen, we have a great guest with us, um, a friend of our show. He knows what consumers are wearing and what they're buying. Nate Checkets is back with us, co-founder and CEO at Roan. He joins us uh, on the phone from Connecticut. Nate, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Carol? Doing okay, you know. Um, Twenty week twenty one or so, or week twenty two of working from home. I'm tr- I've kind of lost count. Um, I want to move forward, but I want to go back first. Tell me what your world has been like, um, Nate, since March. Yeah, well, it's it's been a whirlwind. I mean, I think like like everyone, this is uh, a roller coaster that feels like it's been um, two years. Uh, and and in some ways, it, you know, it, it feels short, and in some ways, it feels long, but you know, when, when the pandemic initially started, it was a very scary time for not just people with health, but, you know, for us as, as a retailer and as a, as a young, uh, growing brand in the consumer space um, caused us to look at, at just about everything. And certainly, you know, we've, we've come a long way and categorically, I think we're, we're insulated in a lot of ways. But yeah, it's been, it's been quite the experience navigating this. So, so literally, like, what are people going to wear? I mean, I joked about D- David Weston. So he's an anchor here at Bloomberg Television. He covers politics. I mean, and he would wear a suit every day. Uh, and he used to be head of ABC News. He so we're just, of, so he's just kind of laying it out in that for you. Way. Yeah. Um, and I say that with a lot of love. Yes. Like, he'd take his jacket off when he would get at his desk, and then he'd literally get up to go to the bathroom and he'd put his jacket on. Like, he's that kind of guy, and he's wearing <laughs> jeans to work. So, like, what's my new uniform? Well, I I think there's no way, you know, let's let's say that we could snap our fingers and we were back at our everybody was back at an office tomorrow. There's no way that the last few months won't impact wardrobes in the future, work attire, et cetera. You know, people are this is a this is a very long, sustained level of comfort and kind of wearing whatever you feel like wearing. And so you're going to see dress codes be relaxed uh, across the board, um, and people are going to. There's going to be a continued push for comfortable work attire, and you know that's what Roan has always been about. Um, you know, not just making great stuff active for the gym, but making stuff that you can wear to and from work and and look great. And so you know, performance fabrics and uh, the the work sweatpants, so to speak. But I, I do think that you're going to see some. Yeah, some relaxation of dress standards, even for a guy like David. I'm going to say, <laughs> we're going to actually mention it to David. I've got to say. You would like, hate this conversation. <laughs> well, and I, I mentioned I've been living in jeans and yoga gear and a few Roan items as well, because they are incredibly comfortable. I want to also, though, ask you, because I want to get into um, maybe any of the pivots that you've done. But one thing that you have done mm-hmm. is, and forgive me if I, I don't say it correctly, is it Brands Times Better? Yeah, Brands for Better. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about this movement. Well, so, you know, in the early stages, I was, I was looking around and uh, 
it really started with the fact that I sat my three boys down in a room. And I said, all right, we get to spend this amazing time together. It could be a couple of weeks. It could be, uh, you know, even as much as a month. And uh, of course I was dead wrong on my mm-hmm. long-term estimates, but is there something that you guys, I want you to pick a skill that you want to learn and we're going to go and learn it together. And ultimately we landed on skateboarding. I had never really learned how to skateboard. They wanted to learn how to skateboard. Um, and so I went and I looked and I, I tried to find, you know, a skateboard brand that was part of this kind of new digitally native movement. Um, I, I did not want to go to Amazon and just buy something because you had heard that all of online transactions were shifting towards Amazon, Walmart, and these big players of what I call lowest common denominator shopping platforms. And this new digital Main Street that had been built up uh, because regular Main Street and retail Main Street had really been killed off, but the digital Main Street that had evolved with these amazing brands um, were being challenged in a very real way. And so I wanted to go and find a skateboard brand and I, I searched for like 30, 45 minutes online and I, I couldn't find one. And, um, but what I did see in that process of looking at all of my peers in this digital Main Street is everybody across the board was doing what they could to contribute um, positively to, to, you know, to fight this pandemic, whether it was encouraging employees and their team and their retail teams to, to be safe, um, you know, some were shifting their supply chains to make masks. Many were giving a percent of their sales to um, to nonprofits, even as their sales were declining. And I thought, you know, it would be great to stand in solidarity um, with a lot of these brands. And so I just started reaching out to, to friends in the space, and we accumulated over 150 brands, digitally native brands, and everybody agreed to donate um, two plus percent of their sales or 10 plus percent of their proceeds to a nonprofit fighting the pandemic. And um, over the course of two months, we raised, uh, you know, three and a half million dollars um, uh, to, to, to fight and, uh, to, you know, to contribute to PPE. And um, it also gave consumers a choice because we said, you know, we're brands that stand for treating our employees better stand for treating our um, supply chains well. And we will always try and do what's right first, you know, above and beyond simply trying to turn a profit. And, uh, and it was a great, a great initiative. And we had a, a great experience in building it. Well, I, I'm interested that you said that because I, I wonder also how much, are you thinking differently about all of that now? Like you had the relief effort, you have over 140 brands who all helped raise uh, that money. But as a company, are you also rethinking how you do stuff, either sustainably or how you deal with workers or any kind of work-life balance that exists in any part of the world? Like, does, does, did COVID make you rethink any of those things? I think it's made us, I think it's made us at, at the very least examine everything. Um, and, you know, in particular, I will say, you know, we have a very flexible PTO policy relative to most of corporate America in the fact that we don't have a formal, um, you know, vacation days. You, if you join our company tomorrow, we don't say, all right, it's your first year, you get 10 vacation days. It's, you know, it is unlimited PTO as we, as we describe it. Um, and it's actually worked very well for us. But you know, part of the challenge that has come with that, and especially in this consistently connected environment, people are not taking enough time off where they're just, 
you know, eliminating screens and walking away. And so we've had times where we are forcing screen breaks. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, there's, you know, there's been, there's certainly been ways where we're thinking about how, what does collaboration look like when we come back? Is it, is it a five day work week in the office? Um, and there's, you know, again, the, forever is a very long time. So when I hear people say that, the, you know, we're never, ever going back to an office, well, forever is a very long time. But I do think the workplace will be uh, changed for, uh, for a considerably long time in the coming years. I did want to ask you that, Nate, because it's interesting. We had a CEO on last week who's, who's a diehard New Yorker, uh, lived there, worked there, offices, um, has created, like you, has a great heart and, you know, giving back to the community and basically said, we're done. We're done with New York. And we've been working so well. And he's got a company that can work really well virtually and, and so on and so forth. But he said, we're done with New York. But you don't, and, and I think you make a really good point. I think right now it's easy for us all to say we're done, but, but long, <laughs> forever is a long time. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, the, going back and looking at the, the 1918 Spanish flu and the, you know, the, the roaring twenties that followed it, you know, it's, it's certainly easy to, to think that this is, you know, that this is going to be a forever impact, but there's, there is, there is an impact and we have to acknowledge that. Um, I will never be done with New York. Um, we love, we love the city and, and I think it's going to take, uh, I think New York's going to come back better and stronger. And, um, but you know, when it comes to being in the office, at least as far as I can see for the next two years, we will not have five day a week office days. I can, I can envision yeah a scenario where it goes down even to two office days a week and the rest, because our team is so effective at home. We unfortunately had to end our interview there as we had to get to the White House for a briefing. Still, it was really great to catch up with Roan CEO and co-founder Nate Checkets joining us from Connecticut.